Hello, mech fans around the world, and those that aren't fans yet, and welcome to Mobile Suit Fandom Zeta, the podcast where you're two largely inept but prone to love co-hosts, Fuzzy, that'd be me, and Chris, watch, summarize, critique, and make fun of the entirety of the Gundam franchise from beginning to end. This is episode 55, and we'll be talking about episode 10 of Mobile Suit Gundam Zeta, Reunion, in which we share a manly handshake. Come have a pure time and believe in the sign of Zeta. I hope to not see them ever again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, by ass blasting you with energy, I'm hoping to put some into you. Just oh deposit direct vein, main line. <laughs> I didn't hear any of that. I just heard you laughing. That's because I was a 12 year old for five seconds. <laughs> funny, funny sex joke. Yeah, no, well, right. I don't know how funny it was. It was definitely a sex joke. <laughs> That's fair. No, I understand. That's what she said will never stop being funny. <laughs> no, it won't. I like to use that which That's what she said about non-flattering things. It's my favorite thing. She's like, I've, like someone said, uh, like, it's like two weeks ago, it says, I've never seen one that small. And I tried, I tried so hard to say that's what she said, but I could not fucking, I was dying laughing at my own <laughs> You just joke. thought of it, yeah. No, I understand. Yeah, that. I was like, that's just, <laughs> everybody thought I was dying. <laughs> I understand. It's a very, it's a very good self-effacing joke. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's, that, that's a good spin on it. I like that. Uh. <sighs> Really, though, welcome to Mobile Suit Fandom, but with less yelling yeah. this time. You know who yeah. I am. This one's Chris. I, that's me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not a lot happens on episode 10 of Mobile Suit Gundam. You did write a shitload of notes, though. Oh, no. that's that's You just don't have big... The, the, yeah, the, the, nine, big. the nine got okay. small by accident. You smalled it. Uh, it's because I hit backspace, and then it, yeah. uh, it made... And Docs hates everything. Yeah, <clears throat> that's true. But... Yeah, not a lot of fucking happens. I'm just gonna tell y'all up front, like I told Chris, um, the only thing that happens this episode is we meet Fa again and we leave the moon. That's... Yep. That's what happens. Um, there's, there's a few cool, like, things, but they make it... It's so short. We meet two good children. Yeah, we do, we do meet two very good children. I do well, like I think, both of them, even. I, th- I think we met the last one last time. Technically, we met him, but we didn't see what he could do. Uh, which is important. Uh, and then we we meet a very special boy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much fucking all that happens. So next time on Mobile Suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, fucking. <laughs> really though, uh, this time it opens with the corpse opening. I don't know why. I don't. Also, I've already forgot his name. We named him. I had the same thought. I was writing the summary. It's like we did this bit. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Good luck. Uh, no, hold on. Oh, all right. I'm holding. No, I'm gonna get this. All right. Oh my I'm god. Just gonna keep searching. Where are you even searching? 
I hope not in my yeah, note. No. Oh, okay, yeah, no. that would be the only place you could find it. Are you just scrolling yeah, we had, back? We had somebody. We had somebody actually. Bilbly, Bob, Bob, Bobbly Rawl, Bobbly, Bobbly Rawl. Well, there we go. It was Bobbly Rawl. <laughs> Fuck. Man, that <laughs> broke him into a hot sweat. Like it's like he just woke up from a dream. We did it. Bobbly Rawl. Uh, Bobbly Rawl. So we find Bobbly again. We, man, we should really clean him up. <laughs> he's just out there we'll, we'll, we'll bring him home someday I kind of wondering um, where all this glass keeps coming from they're souls uh, oh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, souls of moms <laughs> that's what Minofsky particles are Oh my fucking god! I'm in a bad mood, everybody. I don't know. I that know was that out there. Good, holy shit! <laughs> Manovsky particles are particularized so mother. Yeah. Oh god, that's probably not wrong. Poor Manovsky, <laughs> Mrs. Manovsky. Uh. Also known as the mother of dust. I, I, I'm done. <laughs> Meanwhile. Uh, <laughs> So we go down to the AU get, I learned later in this episode, this place is called Amon. Uh, 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 Amon. Um, there's two uh, M's. I don't know how Haman, to... Haman, Haman, Haman. You want to wanna do one more? or Mammoth. This is going to be a long episode. So <laughs> Camille's working on Haro. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Ayug is fixing up after the attack, because uh, remember, last time the Titans attacked. Yep. Meanwhile, and it wasn't even that other show with the zip lines. Meanwhile, Camille is working on Haro, as Chris said, uh, and he's doing some thinking, because he's like, man, I don't know shit. Yeah, and that's where the scene he, ends. He, he, <laughs> he said, wow, Haro can remember things from a long time ago, and I'm already forgetting things from last week. God, has it only been a week? I don't know. He didn't say week, but yeah, he, he, he's specifically talking about, like, he flashes back to getting... His uh, shit kicked by Judo Senpai. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Fa, which is like, hey, I guess he's showing back up this... Well, <laughs> now I'm up. really fucking worried about who's Judo... Where's Judo Senpai? Uh, he's out there. He's waiting. He's it, just in a in an unarmed mobile suit waiting to fuck Camille up. Did you... <laughs> <laughs> he's got a martial arts suit. Yeah. <laughs> he's just waiting. Yeah. Lord. Imagine him white Zaku with her black belt. Oh my fuck it. Don't fucking tell me that if you saw a Zaku where it was completely white except the tubing was done in black, you wouldn't shit yourself and run away. That would be fucking dope. Are you shitting me? Yeah, it'd be dope as fuck, but I'd be terrified. Imagine it was a Zaku one. Double terrified. Yeah. Okay. Weird little narrow face. Did I tell you about my favorite Zaku one fan comic? I think I'm. Th- I'm sure you have, but well, hit me. So it's it's mobile suits as people, right? Like they have okay. personalities. Uh, All right. And it's the Dom, the Rick Dom, and uh, I want to say who is the Gelgoog. It's the Dom and the Gelgoog talking uh-huh. about Azaku One. 
uh-huh. and how you know he's such an old fart and he doesn't know what's good. And so Zakuwan overhears them and goes, "Take a look at this shoulder," and he fucking slams his big shoulder. I'd remind you, the Zaku one, instead of having a spiked shoulder on the shield shoulder, it's just a big fucking beefy shoulder. It's just yeah. round and smooth. The thing about Zaku ones is their entire move set is ram. Like or later in this episode, we see a Marasai actually do this. Jared pulls this maneuver off against Camille and rams yeah. him with a spiky shoulder. Yeah. The Zaku one had no spiky shoulder, but boy, right. howdy did it do just as much damage. Because <laughs> those fuckers just ran into dudes so hard. It's a mace. Yes. They are a mace with a gun. Yeah. That's it's, what Zaku ones a, were. Zaku ones ma- are a mace, Zaku twos are a flail. Uh, uh, not flail. Morningstar. Yeah. Basically. Uh, yeah. Uh, bo- both guys, then both the Dom and the Gelgu were like, alright, yeah, he's still got it. <laughs> uh, nope. Yeah, don't fuck with Zaku 1. He does still have it. <laughs> it. He's got the moves. He's got the touch. He's got the power. The power is his thrusters, and the touch is the touch of solid steel against your face. So, we, uh... He's working on Haro, Camille is working on Haro, and Emma comes in. We immediately hearken back to the gross shit from last episode, uh, with apparently Mr. Wong slapping the shit out of people is just something you should- Corrections. Yeah, it's a correction that is normal for the military, and Emma's also like, also we've been pussing out on you, I'm sorry, we should kick your ass more. And I'm like, no, that's not correct, Emma. Nope. It's also at this stage, I kind of remember that Emma and Quattro worked for the bad guys. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. All right, I'm yeah. starting to notice a pattern. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this is my petition to get Emma and uh, Char some fucking therapy. Mm-hmm. We, Camille and Emma proceed to leave and suit up, and they stumble upon Astronage, who apparently is uh, upgrading the Mark II. With a flight unit. The flight part. Yes. Flight unit. Yeah. Uh, Astonage is a cheeky little fucking shit. Yeah? Yeah, you remember when he was like, hey, let me check out those specs you got going on. He's like, yeah, sure, whatever. In the meantime, in the background, he's... unbeknownst of everybody, he's like, I fucking did it, man. Well, <laughs> I don't know about the English, but in the Japanese, he does specifically say, hey, Camille, remember the Zeta? And how you yeah. gave me that stuff? Yeah, they, like they I actually, did it. yeah, they talked. Yeah, Astronage yeah. Ha- did just take all of that shit and was like, "It was a good idea, so I fucking did it." I added between, some other shit too. Every fucking time you walked up, we're like, "I'm stealing this. Go fuck yourself." Like I was like, I was making that a Zeta. You fuck. <laughs> we could have eight Zetas by now, but you keep blowing up just, the shit. <laughs> Do you know how many Zetas uh, I could have made you? Do you fucking just, know? <laughs> I just love the fact that Acid Age is like doing fucking homework. Like, I, I do. Everybody else was all, like running around being doing shenanigans. He's like, I'm prototyping a fucking transformer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what he fucking do. And this is this is our first like. I know it doesn't actually show up in this one, but uh, like there weren't any non Universal Century shows between. 
79 and this one, right? Nope, it was 79 then this one. So Zeta is our official first transforming Gundam, right? It depends on how you count the G parts. I don't. Well, keep in mind the flight unit that's about to go that's the flight unit we're going to see is mostly I think a backpack that goes on the Mark II. So oh. I don't know if that will be transforming. We do see oh. we do see that the Zeta transforms in the OP. And I know the Zeta transforms, like, properly. (laughs) I don't know if the Mark II will. Now, that said, you are right to call this out, because this is the first time in Zeta we get Super Robot Bullshit! (laughs) Of course you're into transforming Gundams. What the fuck was that? Of course you are. (laughs) Well, it, of course I am, yes, but I love Transformers, first of all. Yeah. Uh, but we just get normal super robot bullshit this time, too, later in yeah. the episode with the Hyakushiki. And boy, howdy, I want you all to know exactly how turgid I got. Find yourself the nearest piece of ebony. And I mean the wood. Fun fact about ebony, it's one of the densest woods in the world. Second only to your penis. Second only to my turgid member. Uh, <laughs> only, but, but only when looking at Hyakushiki. But only when looking at the Hyakushiki right. with a new, fresh new upgrade I didn't know about. Like, that's... <laughs> my fetish is a new robot thing. <laughs> that's it. Uh, all right. We've officially hit our dick, our dick talk quarter. <laughs> oh, man, we're only a few minutes in. I know. We've got to gotta pace it. Um, gotta pace our dick content (laughs) Uh, we put it all at the front people just stop listening I'll listen 20 minutes and stop they'll be too busy smoking a cigarette and rolling over and going to bed um the so uh apparently our goal with that flight unit is to go attack Jaburo yeah oh (laughs) oh because they don't, because she hasn't been, um, holy shit. Rakoa hasn't been able to contact them to let them know that they've moved it yet, right? Yep. I assume she's going to call them, like, once they get there. Like, I can't yeah. imagine they're going to attack from Atmo. That would be, actually, it would be incredibly smart if they do it hard and fast enough, but. <laughs> but I, they've already moved their base, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. This... I, I, I'm, I keep saying um and pausing because I've I've lost your shorthand here. Is E Emma? Yeah. And what? And and it is C four. They go to C four. Quattro. Fuck. Go. There just was a space missing. You're overthinking yeah. it, my son. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this information is not something Emma knew ahead of time, and this deeply concerns her to the point where she straight up leaves. <laughs> All right. Uh. She goes and finds Quattro, who was just in the break room. Uh, mm-hmm. I also like having... I realize today there are two break rooms. There's the living break room, which is where Emma meets him. But we do have the yellow ready room yeah. again. The, the, also, the like chill-colored, like, l- let's get high break room. I think the, the blaze it break room is the living break room. because just some hue lights turned on. Actually, no, that might be the... Because that one didn't have... Vent- I don't know enough about how the Argama's set up, and I'm trying to create a mental image on my in my head 
I am yeah. doing a fool's errand. So, uh, he tells her why they stole the ships from Granada, and apparently it's to attack Jabiro. That's been the plan all along. Yep. Uh, apparently, watching an 80 suit eight, attack? I didn't see the 80 suit. Quacho says 80 suits. They are su- a lot of fucking suits. Yeah, they're bringing 80 mobile suits against the Titans at Jabiro. Apparently. Mm. And that's why they stole these two ships, because they can't fit 80 suits on the Argama. They can fit a solid five, which uh, yeah, and stealth. Craft. They mention this is where Char mentions that the the Republic of Zeon uh-huh. might be joining up with the Titans if they don't well, act decisively. So it is, you you miss a very important line in there. I think now I, this is my read on this conversation. I'm not a hundred percent. Char just before this, bef- during this conversation, says, uh. Emma goes, you aren't a fan of this plan, aren't you? To which he responds, not exactly. Emma then asks, wouldn't it be smarter to attack Grips instead of Jabiro, since that's where Basque is? Yeah. Quattro then goes, well, no, because if we do do that, that's attacking a thing in space, which might cause the Republic of Zeon to join forces with the Titans. He doesn't say the part attacking a thing in space, which might cause. That does make a lot of sense. He skips that clause, but he did say the other two of, we stole the ships to attack Jabiro, we shouldn't attack Grips, Zeon might join. The subtext being, The Republic of Zeon. Yeah, which I didn't catch actually the first time, and now that you're saying it more, makes me go, oh man... That means no more principality jokes from Chris. Well, no more principality jokes, sure, but literally all we know is there is a boss and her name is Haman Karn, and she's coming, she's coming, she's coming. And it might be an elected official. <laughs> and she might be an elected official. <laughs> Which, yeah, I've got some questions there. Uh, yeah. For actually a few other reasons, too. Name, oh, no, we do know this already. She's 20? <laughs> Yeah. And she got elected space president? I guess. Now, that's... Well, we'll see when we get there, I suppose. I, like, we will, but not much happens this episode, so... No. Real quick, let's play in the space. The She's 20, uh-huh. and managed to get, presumably, elected and or finagled into being space president well, of the... Hold on. Okay. Think of who would be left of Zeon. No. Military. Only. Like, average citizenry got captured, or not captured, excuse me, when main Zeon, the colony, well, when every fucking royal family member died and they lost the war at ABQ. Yeah. I have to imagine the Fetties immediately went to side one, two, whatever Zeon is. And reclaimed it. Mm-hmm. That's how wars work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I cannot imagine that every schmuck stayed on Zeon for that. Mm-hmm. Because I imagine the fireworks show was probably a bit obvious. Yeah. I imagine a lot of them went to Space Argentina. No, I'm pretty sure Space Argentina might actually be just normal Argentina. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where fucking Amaro is. 
He may not be a space yeah, but Nazi. Yeah, not Zeon. Yeah. <laughs> but he still took a nice retirement to South Africa. Yeah, he did. South America. Fuck, you're right. Wow. <laughs> Wrong entire side of the planet. Good job, Fuzzy. <laughs> My brain was just like South A and then gave up. South Antarctica. South Antarctica! <laughs> <laughs> The middle? <laughs> the direct middle. I'm in North Antarctica. Which side, you fucking idiot? There's 360 degrees of it. There's so much Antarctica. There's so much South Antarctica. There's so much North Antarctica, too. <laughs> Uh, oh, so anyways, I, I also, I'm not a hundred percent, I'm not a hundred percent that, uh, Haman is an elect, is actually space president. Probably we've not. We've established that Zeon does not understand what titles are. Are you saying that they're called the Republic of Zeon, but they're going to show up and it's like, oh no, we meant Republic in the Roman sense. And no, I think a she's fucking... a princess. Ah. Uh, and now it could have right. been a principality. <laughs> <laughs> But they named it the Republic. <laughs> if that is true, I will hate it so fucking much. If that's but you're true, probably I, right. I, I'm retiring because I'm never gonna call something that good ever again. What, but what if you do? Wouldn't that be way more terrifying? Uh, uh, what if I'm psychic? What if you're the new type? What if I? Oh God. I can't handle that kind of pressure. I'm a plucky sidekick. You know this. I can't be a new type. Nah, slut. You're the new type now. You're the Fuck. pro tag. All right. Well, hold so, on. Wait. Maybe we're far wait. enough into the UC that uh, you're not a new type. That like we have enough new types that you can be the plucky, the plucky sidekick. Yeah. New. Type. I'm only mildly psychic. I can only guess dumb shit. Meanwhile, the anti anti argama lands. Yes. Jamai Khan and some random captain? Some captain, dude, captain? Some captain dude who does have a line in a second I want to address. Yeah. Uh, they they talk. They talk about the stolen ships. They're apparently like laying in wait or scouting, yeah. maybe? I'm not sure. I'm like, I can't. I couldn't visually register what they were looking at or how they got there to look at it. It's definitely the outside of the base because we see our our good good children. Right, it's outside, outside the, working. Yes, and then the captain looks through and sees a ship that is painted green and immediately goes, "I know that ship. That's the ship they stole." Uh, I forgot its name immediately. Yeah, that's the ship they stole, and I know because I'm a sailor, sir. You need more ethos than that for your argument. Mm-hmm. You draw- also, you need more sales. A lot of things, frankly. What the? F- I just got what you said, and <laughs> they're not sailors, and they don't sail, fuzzy. The greatest ocean in the universe is the void of space. We've been through this. Wait, did we? Space. Wait, no, engineer is another thing already. Rocketeer? Nah. Rocketeer implies they have a backpack with rockets on it. That's not accurate, but Jatir, I remove, we call all pilots Jatirs now. 
like j'accuse? No, like jet. Oh, jet tears. Jet tears. Jet tears. Jet tears. We're there. We got it. Congrats. You know what? Fuck it. We're calling space sailors or jet tears now. Yep. So the captain proclaims that he is a jeteer of such high quality that he can just tell what a ship is just based on its shape. It's it's curves. Uh, yeah, like I have to wonder if he like looked at its nose and was just like, "That's my ship." I'm, I've kissed that. I've kissed those lips, and Jamaican's just like, "What?" what? <laughs> <laughs> What? What the fuck? <laughs> Excuse me? Uh. Anyway, so the captain fucks planes. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile. Just like Fuzzy fucks Gundams. I mean, yeah. Uh, Jared and Hawkman are chat. I keep forgetting. Every time an episode starts, I forget his name is Kakarikon. <laughs> Lucky me, <laughs> I only have to remember that one more episode. Uh, oh no! <laughs> It says it in the next time, and it doesn't I even. I the next time. I know, but it doesn't even show his fucking face. It's like, oh, hey, shit. fuck this. It, he doesn't matter. Hey, fuck this. I guy. get. Yeah, <laughs> fuck this guy. He gets replaced by Vanilla Fucking Ice, the JoJo villain. I want to note at the top here too. I'm going to keep saying Vanilla Ice, and at no stage do I mean the rapper. I am talking about the JoJo villain. See, I was really excited to sing Ice Ice Baby. You still may. Stop. Collaborate and listen. And listen. Ice Ice Baby. Do you know he uh, made a movie? So, so. Oh my God. It was <laughs> almost direct to VHS. It's profoundly bad. Uh, also, he really does just look like that. So. It, okay. Jared and Hawkman chat, and Jared isn't sure if he's uh, ready to go back out for fighting. Uh, also, apparently, they're gonna. They have permission to go kick uh, AU gas as long as it's in the Marasai. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but whatever. Because they're supposed to be testing them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jared. Fly off. Well, Jay's not sure if that's such a great idea to test a suit in live combat, but whatever. Uh, I would like to give Jared credit here, because in this one moment, he has the thought not a single Xeon engineer did. (laughs) So, they, uh, we, we cut back up and Jamaican is getting uppity with some lady who's just trying to do her fucking job. Jerk. Uh, I also realize now, recontextualizing, he doesn't, he refuses to give her a location where they're going after uh-huh. they leave. Um, yeah. It occurs Even to, if she's like, I'm authorized to know, motherfucker! Yeah, and he's like, it's classified, dismissed! And so she's like, okay, and leaves. I just realized that he doesn't know. And because they're chasing. They're chasing the Argama. Okay, so at the so time... Bright. So why did he... He's lying to save face. I guess. Jamaican. That's why I'm saying it so slowly. What a fucking asshole. Yeah. Holy shit. I can't wait for the bridge to explode. (laughs) Real shit. Laser beam straight through it. Real shit. 25. He's dead at 25. That's my call. Jamaican. Didn't we already do this? No, we did it for Kakarikon. Oh. 
Which, for the record, should... we guessed uh, three and five episodes. Me, three, you, five. Uh, I think you and you will end up being right. You actually the... called that too. It's the uh, I I don't remember. I have to check my notes. That's fine. Uh, but I'll take it. I'll take that win. I'll take that W. I need one. Yeah. Uh, when are you thinking Jamaican? Uh, We're at ten, think... just as a reminder. So twenty-five total. Yeah. Twenty-five from now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you really think he's that big of a boss? I think he's not, but he fulfills the background role constantly for a while. And, and if not, like, I don't think he'll die when Basque comes back. I don't think that's the play. He's going to be around with Basque for a while as kind of a, I low, well, a better comparison, a char and, fuck, what was his name? What was my boy's name? I don't remember. He oh, lived no. so long. He, he lived. He lived till the end. He lived to the. He retired. He retired. Oh, what's our child's name? Fuck. We're bad parent. I, I'm gonna go with twenty. Twenty. All right. I'm gonna go with twenty. A nice round twenty. It's interesting to me you went lower this time. All right. Yeah. All right. I just don't think he he has. I don't think Jamaican has the staying power. He's not interesting. But maybe. But <laughs> that's also roasted, why. Yeah. That's also why uh, Char's second. He had like a, he had like a, a, an Irish name, he, Flanagan. That's very close, but it's not quite right. I think it did end with an Mulligan. Mulligan. You were right on the AN. Thank you. Uh, yeah, okay. Mulligan. We got there again. That's two names we guessed. That's two names. <laughs> Holy shit. We're unstoppable, motherfucker. God, kings amongst men. So, uh. Uh, so maybe you're right. Maybe I'll I, I might I might eat this one. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm I'm interested to see where this goes. Uh, nonetheless, he's a piece of shit, and we can't wait for it. So Carrot Man and Jared fly. Yes, they take off in the Mar size, which do look very cool. Uh, yeah, I'm hard pressed to make any arguments against the Marasai. It later on it pulls out a sword that's cool. The shield is everything about it's really cool. Yeah. I really like it. Still has a fucking mono eye. Yes. I'm also really big into its SMG. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna... It's pretty solid it's a pretty solid one all the way around, I think. I'm not gonna lie. If I knew the full extent of this suit ahead of time, I would have said uh I would have said that Tismon pilots a Marasai. Oh. With two SMGs, yeah, yeah, oh. like that. That's this is about right. Like this is the vibe. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, also, go listen to playtest. Uh, go listen to the Mexico Tesla episodes of playtest if you don't know who Tismon Kane is. Yes. Uh, sometimes I just sit in my house and twirl a cane. So <laughs> <laughs> thinking. So uh, the. <sighs> Man, we're right to it, honestly, which is why we keep putting this off. Fight time! Yeah. Both men fly off in their we, Mars. Well, hold on. We've, we've got to talk about... So, yeah, they, they're going to attack, yes. right? There's a bunch of missiles come in. Yep. Uh, we, there are these tiny little half-mobile suits. Well, I, well, do we see them here? I don't remember seeing them in so. this shot. We do see the Nemo, which is the GM replacement. Yeah, the Nemo is... I love the Nemo. The Nemo's a good boy. I want a hug. Yes, he really is. I quite like the Nemo a lot. He's yeah. a very good design. We still, we still don't see a whole lot of the Nemo, but... It, it's mostly seen? chest up, yeah. Yeah. It's a good chest. Uh, 
I'm, I'm excited to see more Nemo action. Yes, uh, but more importantly, the the petite mobile suit. Yeah. Do they call it Junior in English when they... No, they call it the petite mobile suit. Weird. I don't know why the wiki calls it the Junior mobile suit, mobile suit junior because yeah. Double Zeta also has a petite mobile suit, apparently. Um, I'm expressly don't want you to Google it. Oh. You're, did you already? Hey, no, I was about to. Though. Don't. I need okay, you to save it, because when we right. get to Double Zeta, you're going to see a lot of them, and you're uh-huh. going to shit yourself. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, my tease for you is, what if the junior we have seen fusion hard with ball? Oh, no! Oh, I can't look this up? No, you have to wait until oh, we're done. I, want, it, I want you to forget about it, and then we come back to it later, oh. and you to just go, huh! then you will know how I yeah. feel every I'll time. I'll weep openly on this podcast. <laughs> You'll know how um, I feel every time. So, <laughs> uh, so many missiles get launched by the Negagamma and its fleet. Uh, Camille is like, oh, fuck! Jumps in the Zeta. Uh, so does Quattro. Quattro jumps in the Shiki and launches first. Actually, we don't see him even launch. He's just out. Uh, He's just ready. Also, Camille launches and proceeds to shoot his bazooka at nothing that I can see, but yeah. maybe he was shooting at Zaku's we just didn't see. Well, th- there is an implication that there is a grander fight happening with a lot yeah. more Zaku's. We see the Marasai's launch with like 15 suits behind it and three yeah. ships. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to make the wild guess that he took out a lot of schmucks. Yeah. Very funny to me that we're not even animating the schmucks anymore. Yeah, no, we've gone from like three Zaku's being a huge fucking deal that you got to get resupplied to like, we're just going to kill seven of them off screen. Yeah. Fuck the high Zach, I guess. I just realized you're gonna have so many fucking suits by the end of this podcast. There's been so many. I, I I'm like I'm dreading the fact that I said I'm gonna make job. I'm gonna make every jobber kit because they're just like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, they. I don't know if they do switch jobbers like every third of a season, but I'm getting slowly more worried they might. <laughs> well, in this one, I've already got to do the high Zacks for sure. Right. So you. You got the high and, Zach, and, and I'm gonna have to do the Nemos. And the Nemo. I'm feeling the petite you want. I want, and they don't exist. Oh. Or I can't find them. Uh, try searching Junior. That might. Yeah, that that's what I might do. Uh, but I know I've got to do those two. All else fails. I also realize for those of you not watching along at home or who haven't seen this sweet little boy, remember Mega Man X? Remember the mechs from Mega Man X? It's that. They're that. <laughs> I'm I'm remembering the mechs from uh so uh, no. I can't remember the name of it. But there was it was a game on the Sega Genesis where you played a uh like an armadillo in armor. Uh-huh. He had rockets. Uh-huh. And the enemies had these little half mechs. Uh-huh. Hold on, yeah. None of that typed. I sure typed a lot of things, but the search bar wasn't selected. (laughs) 
Armadillo game. I'm just uh, hoping. It, it is called Rocket Knight Adventures. Oh, fuck, I remember this. No, I, it like, was a I very seen, good game. Yeah, the... Man, what a good fucking character design. Like, real shit? Look at that guy. That's a yeah. good fucking also, guy. Also, I just looked up the mechs, and they, they look nothing like this. They're the, they're the giant pig mech where you sit in the head. Um, <laughs> anyways, Rocket Knight Adventures was good. Let's go back to this now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so... So many missiles. Uh, K5's the bazooka had nothing we can see. Uh, meanwhile, the Hyaku gets its first on-screen kill by assassinating a man. <laughs> I'm not, like, Char just fucking jumps over a rock and then an eagle screeches and then he tackles a Hyzak down while holding his un unlit uh, lightsaber up against the cockpit of the Hyzak. Then there is a full beat of eye contact and then he turns it on. I would show you that gif to explain Char as Nabel's character. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, that's it. You got <laughs> it. Uh, but then, well, then splice in the disco Char from, you know, the one. Uh, yeah. uh, so, meanwhile, Kakarakan and Jared decide they're going to fuck with Camille? Yeah. And pretend to be one mech? Yeah. And Camille falls like, what the fuck is happening? It takes a while for Camille to go, oh, there's two of them. Oh, it's two of them. Fuck. And then he proceeds to own ass. He does actually proceed to own massive Because he sees one of them and he's like, oh, they're dead. Okay, so they want me to go that way. So I'm going to turn around and shoot this one. (laughs) So Yeah, so this fight like keeps progressing for a hot sec, right? And, uh... There's a. This is the point where Kikori Khan goes for the shoulder charge and manages to take out part of uh, Camille's shield away with a saber swipe. Yeah. Then they tag out and Jared starts chasing down Camille, uh, who gets knocked down and then this thing happens, right? Yeah. Uh, so Camille makes a big cloud and Jared goes, ha! Using That's such an old... Book. Yeah. He gives the... No one can fool me with the oldest trick in the book. This is the part where the Always Sunny music starts playing. <laughs> Title card. Jared gets Jared fooled Paul's by the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> he does, oh, because Camille yeah. hid... A, I couldn't... It seems like Camille took one of his bazooka shells and emptied it in the cloud. Because I don't, I don't know if the Mark II can just drop little little mines or something. But in my head, those look exactly like the things that came out the front side of the bazooka shell that Camille fired at the start of this fight. Which is kind of cool in my head. Of So Camille blows out this cloud and then with a Gundam disassembles a sh- an actual cartridge and lets all of the powder go and books it in order to surprise a fucker. Yep. That's dank as fuck. Uh, That's also really intelligent for a character. I'm sorry to keep dwelling on it, but, like, that's cool as shit from a character, too. Yeah. Like, that made me like Camille more by a lot. Yeah. Camille... Camille's 
doing the Amro of, of win with your brain. Win with your big brain. Uh, fight with math. Fight. I mean, yeah, that's what he does. You're right. Yep. Jared is subsequently taken out of the fight from this and blinded even. Uh, the mech, not him. Uh, yep. At this stage, we then meet in fuller view. Yeah, so they're in in the previous scenes. These little guys were just working around the outsides of the thing. They they were what people were using to repair things. Yep. Uh, and but now they the the petite mobile suits join the fucking fight <laughs> despite the fact that the there's no cockpit. It is an there's open just a top dude sitting in the fucking in a spacesuit with a hope and they, a dream. I can't remember what they do. They manage something. They, t- um, they take out a mech, Wa- or they just... So, Wong is actually in the one that interacts with Camille and Quattro in a second here. Uh, okay. As... Kikari- Wong? Wong is the guy who beat the shit out of Camille last Oh, fuck episode. that guy. Yeah. Uh, so, Camille gets tackled by Kikori Khan uh, after Jared gets taken out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kakorikon then gets a big shot square in the fucking mouth uh-huh. uh, by a huge laser beam. Uh, he l- immediately has to recharge. Yes. Uh, he looks up to see who the fuck shot that, and he sees a petite mobile suit. We cut over to the petite mobile suit, and it's Wong! Asshole. I did not realize that was Wong. <laughs> it's because he was in a space suit. Uh, Wong's in there, and doing his best. Does save Camille. Does not give him a pass, but he does save Camille. Uh, uh-huh. Meanwhile, over in another part of the fight, some Hyzaks also encounter some of the petite guys, and... Or, excuse not petite guy, that's an actual suit. Uh, oh no, is it? I want you to look up petite guy right I'm now. Gonna look up petite guy. While you're doing that, I'm going to keep talking, and you're going to interrupt okay. me. So... These two dudes manage to fight a Zaku, who then kicks one of them just apart, while the other one <laughs> jumps on him and starts fucking swinging. Is it a little bear? It's a little bear. It's a little bear! The best part is, that one is half the size of a full bear guy, who is like is based on the AC guy. <laughs> so the bear guy's the height of the AC guy, meanwhile this guy is half the height, because he's the uh, son. He's the petite one. Don't talk to me or my son. <laughs> I need you to um, now look up dad guy with two G's. Oh, just, oh no. Just trust me. Look up dad guy. Okay, I, that, that just brought up family guys. So add, yeah, add gun. Because, uh... Oh, is it not? Oh, it does show. Oh, no, he's got a mustache! Yeah, yeah, he fucking does. And a tie! He's got a mustache and a tie. And a top hat! And a cane. All right, back to this. Yeah, it's <laughs> amazing. Anyway, <laughs> so Emma also watches these little petite fuckers uh, try to kick the shit out of that Zaku, and is like, "Nice." She then uh, Quattro shows up and is like, "Hey, go protect the fucking ships. I'm gonna go find Camille." Yeah. Uh, said ships launch successfully, uh, but under fire. Beck is apparently also trying to call Camille to be like, the fuck is he? And we cut to commercial. Cha! Don't have any new iTunes reviews. Curses. Uh, people still haven't sent in their July messages. Curses. And I know that Ganglo has sent in 
an email of Chaz, but I'm not. I'm not gonna fuck with it. Today sucks. I'll get to those later. So <laughs> honesty is an important aspect of interaction. So we're just gonna do a couple of Chaz that we got through Twitter, mm-hmm. and then we can get right back to it. Fuck me up, Papa. <clears throat> From I, I don't know who the, this uh, uh, scorch the ground. That's D. You fucking I. I'm doing a bit. What the fuck? I didn't realize you were doing a bit. I, didn't, Be, well, I, didn't. I thought we were a team, Fuzzy. You're just going to fucking do this? You're going to do me like this? I don't listen. You're going to do me like this? Chris, I assume you're a fool most of the time. I don't. You know what? You know what? You're, that's fucking fair. <laughs> <laughs> I take it. I take all back my incredulity. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm so glad I do this podcast with you. Uh, <laughs> so our friend D. Uh, uh, sends in since the emergence of Kai radiating big switch energy, a few <laughs> questions arise. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. I like that that D knows knows what, what our specific interests are. Yeah. Um, does top energy relocate through the stratosphere for a worthy vessel? And who is due for a serious suave glow up in Zeta? Huh. So, first question: Does top energy relocate? And I think. Like we 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 did like mention maybe, like, Lila's top energy will pass infused. Yeah, yeah. But I I I kind of want to just let Kai have it. I think Kai came into his own. Well, I mean, also Char is still here, right? I do. Well, you see, here's the thing: if the top energy is like a ghost then bottom energy must also, because yeah. all things must exist as a duality. Uh, which has some implications. Namely yeah. a call-out post. <laughs> and I'm not sure who yet. That said, uh, I do think the top energy will relocate, I just don't know who the new vessel is. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll yeah. stay tuned. Yeah. We'll know when they show up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was the second Ka- question? I think Kai's top energy is his own. The second question is, who is, yeah. who is who is due for a serious suave glow up in Zeta? And here's the thing. I, would, I know who I would say, other than I already know what he looks like in Zeta. <laughs> and it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? Is it? Is it Hayato or it's Hayato. Yeah. Uh not to not to like dog on Hayato, but he does look like a and like I'm gonna say he he looks like a dad, not a daddy. A dad, yeah. A dad. Uh from my understanding, there's good reason for that. Uh, Is he a dad? <laughs> I I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I, years ago I seem to recall that the orphans get adopted by Hayato. Oh shit! That's oh, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Is this him and Fra raising these fucking? I think so. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, my heart. Fra, sixteen. I guess I'm a mom now. Oh well, she was definitely a mom in Double Seventy Nine. War mom like... time. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, war, war as hell. 
War makes moms of us all. Uh, uh, really though, I would be, I would shit myself if Mulligan came back and was Kai's, uh, like, counterpart. Uh-huh. And that, like, somehow we get an interaction there. Also, Mirai. Mirai, so I, I imagine Mirai is, is just gonna be Mirai. Um, so here's my, here's my wild card. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about what about John Job? Oh, what if what if he comes back? What is jo, what is Job Job fucks? What if John Job fucks? What if John Job fucks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we've already established he has some real weird like wild manic energy. He, he almost does. murdered that man for taking too many steps. He did almost kill a man for taking too many steps. I. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not sure if John Job is capable of consenting. He's a feral creature, <laughs> wandering the plains. <laughs> like a. Uh, I don't know. What, thought, like what? <laughs> like a fucking bobcat? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I think I think that would be. Or that honestly, be any of our engineering pals other than Job would be I, great too. I would love to see the engineers, but more than anything, I would love. I They're really, in a polycule now? Yes, but that wasn't what I had in mind, but yes, that would be wonderful. Uh, if just fucking, like, in a bit, once they land on Earth, I assume Bright's joining the crew. Like, come on. We'll get there. It's also very... Well, we'll get there, too. Uh, but, like, what if Bright was just like, I know a guy. Several, actually. And we just get half the cast back. <laughs> just the crew of the white base comes back. Because, like, every right. motherfucker with a face that we remember is like, hey! <laughs> the best one. Chef Mir. Oh, right! I, <laughs> I forgot about him! God, what if he came back looking like a fucking JoJo character and was like, I yeah, still Yeah, just go? buff as fuck! Like, like yeah, I got out I mean, of the we're middle. out of salt again, goddammit! <laughs> I took all of the anger I had at missing the salt and I and put it in my pecs. Put it in my body. Now I uh, am the salt. He just God, I want that so bad. I want him to I want him to come back as a just he still he still only cooks. Yeah. He's not a mech pilot or no. like a fighter. He's just he's super a, goddamn buff. He's not even cooks. good in a fight. Like he, there's no. a point where they get into a fist fight and he gets taken out immediately. But he's still eight feet tall and shaped like a triangle now, and mm-hmm. but has the exact same head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same head and hat, same and head hat. and hat. JoJo Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, I'm into that. I would very much like that. I'd like to have him just wandering out from the desert in like a cloak that's flowing in the wind, like the mm-hmm. hood up. And it's just like, who's that mysterious stranger walking through the heat and horizon? And then he removes the hood, and there's a hat underneath that just goes blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, it's, it's him. So I guess that's our, our final answer is the chef. <laughs> our chef is due for the series Suave Glow Up in Zeta D. Yes. Uh, also, may or may not fuck. Uh, like a machine. <laughs> He can, we just don't know if he chooses to. 
Uh, so he our keeps next himself one... well. He keeps the fuel up. Yeah. He's well. He our... has a lot of nutrition. He's... Our next child is from Aaron Henley. Uh-huh. Uh, said, considering Camille is a feral psychic child, do you think he's the son of Jean Grey and Wolverine? Uh, and that his parents are just a cover for his true lineage. Uh, does get... Wolverine fuck Jean Grey? He tries very hard. I know that I know that he had a big crush on her, but I didn't know if that ever. You know, comics have been around forever, so I'm sure they did. There's probably in, a, in the '70s were a time. A also, Jean Grey, time. like we don't need Wolverine there. Jean Grey's the Dark Phoenix. Yeah, like, well. Th- I think the ferality is where we're getting at of Camille will bite your ear off <laughs> as would Wolverine. True. There is no universe. There are very not- few scenarios, not none, but very few in which Jean Grey would bite off your ear. See, here's the problem though. If Camille was Wolverine's child, uh, Camille would have inherited some of Wolverine's weebness. And Camille's not a weeb. <laughs> No, I, I'm hard pressed to argue with that. Actually, <laughs> I love Wolverine. I Dude's do too. A fucking weeb. He is a fucking weeb. But I also sincerely love. Like, welcome to my uh, X Men podcast. I do sincerely love that. Uh, Wolverine, it just uses every lone wanderer badass warrior trope in one fucking guy because also all of them because also they're all the same trope it's the same dude it's just a different weapon that he's carrying and i just love that they were like all right what do we got we got a six shooter we got a samurai sword we got an executioner's sword we got just going down the fucking list Mm -hmm. so uh last question is again from aaron henley uh, in a sea of beautifully drawn people from Double Seventy Nine and Zeta, who's the most ugly character from each series? Slager doesn't count as it's too easy. Basque is the ugliest in Zeta. Yeah, uh, of everyone so far, Basque is easily the least pleasant. He's crank, especially with the glasses off. Uh, oh God, it's terrible. Uh, uh. I feel like Blask, Blask, Basque is almost a cop-out, so a special uh, special award to... Fuck, what was this? Yeah, no, Jamaican, honestly. Special second award to Jamaican for having 18 heads. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to think of anybody that I, like, specifically loathe. Because I, I don't, I mean... There, I there was don't... an admiral in 0079 with blue hair. Oh. Right. That guy was unpleasant. <laughs> uh hmm. My Yeah. The thing is I don't want to get too negative about people's appearance as as a kind of lumpy gentleman. <laughs> I they're, I feel bad just insulting people's appearance, but the thing is, so far they've been just the most evil beings on the world, so maybe he, it'll, it's fine. I mean, also, like, if you see a motherfucker on the street with a shaved head who is six and a half feet tall, four feet wide at the shoulders, there is not an ounce of hair on his head that you can detect except for the eye. Are we talking about Basque? Yes. Fuck that guy's not, that, that, I don't give a. I don't give a fuck about him. Well, no, like just I, getting I'll deep in the weeds. Deep in the weeds here of like, I, 
that there may be a human person on Earth who looks exactly like Basque. I'm sorry, you look like a cartoon villain. Yeah. Some people look like cartoon villains. Don't become a cartoon villain. Don't do a genocide. Don't do a genocide, especially. Don't do two. (laughs) I'm worried Basque is just, like, ready at any time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh... Mostly Basque. I just Basque is also the ugliest in 0079. I know he's not there, but the energy radiates. (laughs) It goes back in time. Yeah. Reflects back the suck. God. Yeah, no. Hey, what's that over there? Cha! (laughs) I figured. So, (laughs) we come back to Camille's duel. Uh, Camille and uh, find each other. Cloaca. Cloaca Khan. Yeah. Uh, This is the part where Wong does the save. Uh, Quattro also shows up afterwards to then shoot Kekari Khan because, fun fact, shooting a mining laser will work, but when you have it done up at kill a mobile suit power, you're going to drain that battery. Yep, gotta wait for it to recharge. Yeah, and I I know from experience, Milwaukee's take a while to recharge, so he should have gone back and gotten gotten like a DeWalt or something. I don't know. Neither of these companies are paying me. Both of them suck, actually. I've had their batteries wear out on me. Uh, if I give you free advertising, you also suck. So, Camille and, and Wong shoot at Jared. Uh, then Quattro does. And then wait, not Jared. CAC. Yeah. Jared's already out, yes. isn't he? Yeah, CAC. This Character. is CAC. Uh, Quattro shows up and is like, Camille, go home. The ship is leaving. To which Camille responds, but what about all these nice people we're saving? Wong responds, eh, we got mining lasers, it's fine. And they leave. Yep. Uh, Camille then proceeds to detect an entire fleet of fucking missiles. Apparently the Titans really do not care. Earlier also, there's a part where Beckoner is like, they won't shoot at us, all their men are here, they won't shoot at their own men. It's been five minutes, so they're shooting at their own men now. <laughs> uh, also, Beck is no longer allowed to speak <laughs> in hypotheticals. So, yeah, the Titans just don't give a sh- two shits about their own people, which sucks. Jamaican uh, detects the fucking Argama and the rest leaving and is like, well, shit starts pursuing but not at a very rapid pace it seems like they're more concentrated on fucking up Amon. uh we then cut down to the ready room uh the yellow ready room camille is taking a sip out of his capri sun uh oh quattro goes and talks to beck who doesn't have a lot to say they we then go to the ready room uh emma and camille are taking a sip babes just hanging out. Beck actually calls down, calls uh, Camille on the video phone and goes, Hey, you did good, kid. Uh, keep You did a good murder. You did good. St- stay on uh, stay on duty for a little bit, but then take a break. Uh, they're like, cool. At which point Roberto and Appley enter. Uh, Roberto immediately calls Camille, goes, sup, new type. Camille's like, please stop calling me that. Uh, could you fucking be cool? Could you be cool? 
Camille also stands up and is like, I'm going to go work on Haro. And Emma's like, you were just told to stay on duty. To which Roberto, Roberto immediately follows up with, it's fucking cool, I'll cover for him. Which, thank you, Roberto. Yeah. Uh, casually being legit is perhaps one of my favorite character traits. And except for that brief time where Apolli and Roberto were space Nazis... Uh, uh, and also that bit where they're like, "Yeah, you deserve to get the shit beat out of you by Wong." Yeah, uh, <laughs> they're flawed characters, is all I'm saying. They're flawed, but interesting characters. Yeah, uh, and that's why we like them. But boy, are they flawed! Holy fuck! Uh, eh. you know, I just realized yet again, worked for the bad guys. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. now I'm wondering if we watch it like a hawk, and it's like, wow, only. X bad guys are down to beat the shit out of each other, and then Bright, uh, and then there's but, Bright. But we, we talked about this. Bright did not enjoy what he did. That is true. Uh, Bright. Well, I guess Bright is technically an X bad guy. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! Oh my <laughs> god! We cracked the code. So. Holy shit! Yeah. Right. I'm so- that's why he defected so fast. As soon as he realized, he's like, oh, I'm, God, a bad I'm, guy. A bad, I'm a bad guy. Oh, no. I think really it happened around the time of him getting the tits kicked <laughs> off him. Fuck beat out. Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad. My child. And I, I mean, he's coming back, so hopefully it's with a yeah. vengeance. Uh, Beck, <laughs> Beck and crew begin detecting. He file so much paperwork. God, yeah, he is. Uh, begins detecting some kind of enemy headed this way. Uh. What the fuck? What did I even mean there? Uh, oh, I started typing, but then I got really excited, so I'm going oh. to ignore that for now. Because a lot happens in the next paragraph that I typed, which was like three minutes of content, but I uh-huh. started freaking out. So, yeah. so it turns out that the thing they detected is actually The Temptation, which is Bright's personal shuttle. Also, which Camille's. The one that tells them that, right? Yes. Yeah. The temptation. He's a, he's a the temptation. My mind's telling me no. Br- Bright confirmed <laughs> hornier than we thought. So <laughs> Bright confirmed a little. Horny. After all that talking about how Bright doesn't fuck last episode. <laughs> Being horny does not mean you fuck. Yeah, but it definitely puts you in the ballpark of fucks. It means you know what sex is, but it does not mean you have it. Similarly, there are characters who have sex, but do not know what it is. And this isn't in a weird non-con way. This is like a Dante and Doomslayer are aware of the physical action of sex, but they don't know what sex is. And I'll die on that hill. And Bright knows what sex is, but does not have it. <laughs> so they're, they're, that Bright was way is, more Bright of a treatise than I expected to be on. So Bright is being stalked by some unknown enemy. Yeah. Uh, Camille and Char, I keep saying that, I keep meaning Quattro. Camille and Quattro launch in their respective suits and go out to the Temptation. Uh, and something else gets launched. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it's, it, 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 okay. This fucking thing. So. 
yeah, go ahead. My first nut was discovering we're going to see Bright again. My second nut was hearing Astonage go call up Quattro and go, you want us to send out the Mega Bazooka Launcher? And I Uh didn't hear anything else because all of the blood (laughs) drained from all of my extremities. We've already hit our dick quarters. (laughs) I'm not saying it. So, uh, this thing. (laughs) It is a. Okay, what comes. And it's a Transformer. (laughs) It is technically a Transformer. This fucking thing is just, its it looks like a bazooka already, and Quattro catches it with the Hyaku and puts it on. The thing is as large as the Hyaku Shiki. It, it's also like a shoulder-mounted motorcycle. <laughs> like, because it also, he rides it. It's got a rocket on the back. <laughs> does he, I don't think he, sort it's of, yeah, 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 it does have back. a rocket, yes. I don't know if he rides it so much as it takes care of itself, too. But yes, he and it, the big fucking thing both have independent jets on them that are all yeah. used. It, it looks like a, a, a fucking rocket motorcycle that he holds onto his shoulder. Mm-hmm. I fucking love this thing. I do too. Uh, as you can tell by the fact I was so very busy. <laughs> Not writing. Uh, also, all caps and f- fuck spelling. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It, uh, There's a hashtag in there. Just a random hashtag. I don't know how that got in there. I think <laughs> I think it was a collateral damage from shift E. <laughs> yeah. And I hit the three. Uh, so Camille is confused why the temptation is um here. Yep. Uh, they also proceed to... They're, like, ready to shoot the temptation offhand. Yeah. And the temptation actually fires at them, too. Bright immediately is like, stop shooting, it's not worth it. Uh, to the pilot, who because he's not piloting. Uh-huh. I also realize how far they bury the lead with this. Uh, so, our two boys are kind of hanging out, and then they detect another signal. And all of the sudden, Vanilla Ice from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is our villain, I guess. Yeah, he's in a very fast mobile armor, and he's doing some birthing breathing exercises? <laughs> he's doing deep breathing exercises, it's, yeah. It sounds like the... Sound, like the... Like, I, don't, I, I don't know. I think they changed his breathing in yours, because in mine like, it was very even breathing. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm imagining it, but I, it, it, it harkened back to that, like, the breathing you have to do when you're going very, very fast in a jet. To keep you from passing out because of G forces. Oh, the the like short, quick breaths. Yeah, yeah. No, in the Japanese, he was very slow and methodical. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, legitimately, because honestly, the short, fast breaths also make a lot of sense for this because he's going very fast. He's, he's going soups fast. Uh, his he's weird. He's weird. He looks exactly like Vanilla Ice from JoJo. He's got he the headband. Does not look and- like he fit. He looks like he he's look he looks like someone like reaching the future and took a character out of a future Gundam and brought back into this one. You know? Yeah, actually. Yeah. You're yeah. He this this he's a he's a Yu-Gi-Oh looking motherfucker almost. 
Almost, yeah. You're you're very not wrong. He is pretty Yu-Gi-Oh looking. Uh, I, I, I swear, I just keep seeing Vanilla Ice when I stare at him, and it's hold on. Let me look up JoJo. JoJo Vanilla Ice. You'll see him. Uh, I'll I'll admit I forgot Vanilla Ice did not have one wide headband over the hair, but oh well. Uh, just all all JoJo characters are maddening to look at <laughs> well, uh, what, what are some notes you have for vanilla ice's outfit uh well one he's got are those hearts is that a heart bandolier he has a heart bandolier short I'm shorts real into that long... those aren't short shorts that's like a that's just a thong <laughs> that is just a banana hammock he is <laughs> I can see his pelvic bones. Yeah. This dude, yeah, yeah, you can. Is dick out basically? Yeah, this guy's cock is just out. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, I, I know this is an understatement because, duh, he's a JoJo character. This guy fucks. You have no idea. <laughs> like. Vanilla Ice is one of the villains of JoJo a lot of people hate the most, because he is also one of the ones with the highest kill count. Uh, oh. it, also, his stand is Cream. Yeah, I just clicked on that, and it's weird. I don't like it. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, Cream <laughs> is terrifying. Uh, no, thank you. But uh, Vanilla Ice. I'm just wondering how long I have to scroll before I see Cream f- fucking Vanilla Ice. A w- stand cest is surprisingly rare. Oh. Like, it, uh, as you can tell by what the elected acronym is here. They pulled cest as the as the suffix. I forgot my parts of yeah. speech. So you can tell how a lot of people think of it. Yeah. Okay, so. Is fucking your one. own soul masturbation anyway? Todd. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I've had a bad day. That's just the fact it was so quiet. (laughs) Uh, So Quattro is like, I'm going to shoot this thing. (laughs) Quattro is here to murder and he tries, but fails. Also, Quattro is getting an incredibly bad vibe from this guy to the point where he remarks, I don't know what it is, but this immense pressure I'm feeling must come from the other pilot. I immediately was just like, I was immediately like, oh, he's a new type. This guy's a new type as fuck. I mean, he does look new type as fuck. He looks like a new type. And they, like, give, they're giving a lot of the same signals as, like, we got from, uh, fuck, the goat, goat. I don't know why I'm thinking goat, but the, the bull? Charlie a bull. Yes. Yeah, they yeah, A lot of yeah. the same, like, it feel, feels that we had from him. Yeah. Uh, and I think you're probably not entirely accurate. That's, I think, what we're about to experience. Yeah. Uh, either way, they have a bit of a spat before, uh, shooing off the mobile armor. The no, but not before it sets fire to, it like, clips, it clips the temptation and sets an engine on fire. Yeah, it seemed more determined to harm the temptation than anything else. But not with guns. Yeah. Either way, Camille... They rescue them. Yeah, Camille and Quattro rescue everyone, they shoot the goo over the fire to put it out. Uh, we also get a panning shot and discover that the shuttle is full of people. 
Yeah. Just a bunch of people, and among them, Fa. Fa. Uh, so we. I still remember you fucking tricked me with like all all Fa's siblings, Do Re Mi, So Lazi. I was and I was fucking right there with you, and then you fucking had me, and I, I'll never trust you again. Um, you shouldn't. So. <laughs> Bright and the group are, through a brief montage, brought onto the Gamma. Uh, yep. Asto tells Camille to not worry about getting fucking nearly shreked by the <laughs> super scary vanilla ice fucker that's just running around out in low Earth atmosphere, I guess. High Earth atmosphere, excuse me. Uh, Camille proceeds to leave Astonage's side, take an elevator, or excuse me, a uh, ladder, and goes to the crowd of people. Apparently, the AU folks are trying to get some names and, like, who the fuck are you? Are you interested in being a rebel? Uh, you have a moment to talk about our lord and savior, Quattro. <laughs> speaking of, he is talking to Chaboy Bright, and they are sharing a manly handshake. <laughs> what? They touched? They touched. Char and Bright touched. Yeah, <laughs> I like this whole scene. I went so I I watched this last night and I and I was very exhausted and like nodding off a little bit yeah. at this point. And and I was like, <gasps> you woke up. I, I holy shit! They because Bright never met Char, Br- did he? Bright does not know this is Char, but Char does know that this is Bright. And it, right, because their, it's name. Their interaction even uh, shows this, and it's kind of cute. Um. There's a point where Bright is condemning himself for losing another ship. He's lost two now, right? Uh, yeah, we found out the white base is gone. Well, yeah, we saw it explode. We did see it explode, right? Dumb fucking... What the fuck, Christopher? I'm cutting that out. I'm not cutting that out. I'm gonna let everybody know my shame. Speaking of, though, uh, Char does go, you shouldn't beat yourself up about white base. A, it was a while ago, and B, it exploded. <laughs> yeah, not all you do. you're not getting that one back, chief. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, it's it's a very cute scene because it does feel very much like Quattro is giving Bright the deference he deserves for being yeah. an old rival. Which I yeah, you, yeah, you're seeing two people who hounded each other yeah. in some of the most intense situations they've both been in. And never actually interacted. Yeah. And now they are, and it's as, like, not, like, refugee and savior. Yeah. Roles very reversed. Uh, it's so fucking weird. I, like, this is, so not not a whole lot that happens in this episode, uh, but this part was so good. I was so glad that these two have finally met. I got weirdly emotional about it, which I again, maybe because I'm exhausted and haven't been sleeping. Oh, no, I did too. Like, and I'm not emotionally exhausted and low on, well, I am low on sleep, but that's a perpetual thing. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, this is yeah. really cool. And it is also this, it's very tropey too. But like that, it's something I love, and I don't know if you've caught this yet, but I love samurai movies. I love westerns. I love that type of thing. I love stories about the lone hero finding a family and being a badass. It's my shit. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, a lot of them are wrapped up in a bunch of other bullshit that is unfortunate for a variety of reasons. I'm trying to think 
because I didn't expect to have this reaction to this, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I'm if I'll have this reaction with any other characters meeting. And I don't think there are. For one, Char's pretty much the only important one left on the other side. On that side, yeah. Uh, and, and I don't think I'll have this reaction with Char meeting anyone else. Um, I might have this reaction with any Char and Kai interaction, but that's just because I have this distinct feeling about that. I have nothing to base it on. It's just a feeling. Yeah. Uh, but I, because, like, Char... Char technically was, like, the villain for both Amaro and Bright. Yeah. Now, technically, all of White Base, White Base but yeah. Bright was in charge of White Base. Yeah. The, uh, the, this would... Yes, to... I think to rephrase what you're saying here, it's really fun seeing the two captains meet, right? Yeah. Like, we're excited for... Char and Amaro to meet again, obviously. Yes. But that's the two warriors meeting. And they've also met before. And they've met. They had a fucking sword fight. God damn it. The most homoerotic (laughs) sword fight you've ever seen outside of a telenovela. Yeah. Uh, They should kiss. Uh, (laughs) That fucking high pitched noise. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, Camille, uh, also, yeah. uh, it, this is very funny to me, too, because uh, Bright calls Quattro captain, and Quattro has to be like, I'm just the lieutenant. Uh, <laughs> which Because he has captain energy? It, oh my god, I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Because I don't think Bright knows he's Char, right? No, so he no doesn't. No, he's so, with captain. Yeah, oh my god. Bright just assumed that Quattro was the captain Bright, of Argum. Bright's just, yeah, he's just... Okay, well, wrong. now... Like, now, Bright had good intuition Yes, there. now, the question is, do you read this as game recognize game, or do you read this as, uh, he's such a middle manager, he is ready <laughs> to defer? No, I, I mean, as much as I want to dog on my boy, I think this is definitely, like... Game recognize game. Yeah, I think I think yeah. Bright feels a bit of kinship. Like I think they've got. Uh, yeah, this is me reading too much into this, but it's definitely like what the. It's what we're here for, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's definitely like Bright recognizing that like there's an energy there that that, that they are because they're talking as equals, right? Because because Quattro approaches yep. him not as like I'm a lieutenant talking to an enemy commander. But as like an equal, yeah, it's just and like, then, hey, I got you. You good? It's like, yeah, yeah I'm good. And, and, and like, has a bit of respect to him. And I think uh, Bright just is just like, oh, this guy feels like a captain. I'm gonna call him captain without even thinking about it, because he does feel like a captain because he was a fucking. Because he was. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good shit. Man, what a good show, actually. Uh. <laughs> Gundam's good, actually. So this is also yes, very. Uh, so this is also where we remember that Camille's a huge bright stan, huge bright fanboy. Camille is, <laughs> is teleports behind uh, yeah, Quattro's he, he, shoulder. Can, they don't animate it, but his, with his face, he looks like he's vibrating. <laughs> it, <laughs> if if I were abridging this, I would include the Dragon Ball Z instant transmission sound effect. <laughs> 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 So, uh, so Camille uh, is re- rearing to shake this man's hand, uh, and when all of a sudden Fa uses tackle attack. Yeah, uh, 
which so there's no so there's low gravity so the tackle just tackles him across the fucking cargo bay well yeah because she got his feet off the ground i'm already like emotional from this char bright interaction and i almost cried this was so sweet and sad (laughs) just which that's good writing uh because yeah yeah, this is a oh god i burped and everything (laughs) happened oh my god uh okay you ever just you, you ever just have like your body attempt to do processes but too many at once? Yes. Yeah, I just it's called existing. Um, bitch, that's a mood. So, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to welcome to Mobile Suit Fandom, where we we nerd out about our how much we want characters to kiss and how much they fuck, and also our existential dread <laughs> and exhaustion. <laughs> I think that's just being a millennial podcaster. Wait, you're millennial you're not rock. Could drop the podcaster. We all do that. So yeah, <laughs> we also all podcast. That's what I just I said. I made a very good joke on Twitter that did not get the credit deserved. Yeah, which is not having a not having a podcast is the new not being on social media. Oh my god, it is. <laughs> if you're a millennial and you're like, I don't have a podcast, I assume you're trying to be too cool. That's okay. <laughs> we do live in a nerd bubble. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, it, inherently, it's like... I don't have a good metaphor. We're too deep up our own shit at this stage, yeah. so all of my metaphors to you might make sense, but they won't make sense to the broader audience. Uh, yeah. So. So, uh... Kfa uh, tackles really this boy. Float tackle. And it also made me realize I have, like, a, a, a dream that, A, I didn't know I had, B, will never come true, which is that I want to be zero-G hug-tackled at some point in my life. This, despite the very sad things we're about to get into, looks incredibly cozy. Yeah. Uh, like, damn. Uh, because, because, like, even visually, we, are, we, we, they, we were in a crowd of people, and now we are extremely alone. Yes. With these two. Alone. Uh, and they come close. Unconnected to literally any surface. Yep. Except each other. Except each um, other. Man, we, uh. Yeah. This is a good uh, shot. The <laughs> more we're talking about it. Maybe sniffs her hair? I think it's just he's, like, holding her tight. And so, yeah. like, it, it, he's in there anyway, so uh-huh. to speak. Uh. Yeah, she. But also, Camille isn't a piece of shit. And in. An important note, yeah. Well, Camille, more than being not being a piece of shit, he's also, um, we know he's a new type at start, which also means we know he's incredibly empathetic. Right. Uh, psychically, <laughs> at, yeah. even. So, um, we find out. Basque that... is a huge piece Ooh. of shit. Yeah, so, abducted everyone's family who was close to... Cl- Everyone close to Camille. And the only reason Fa didn't get got is... Bright uh, Bright saved saved her. her. Now, Uh, that is a level of tomfuckery that I don't think we need to get into, because we know that that is a level of appalling that is hard to fully register. Yeah. Also, we see see Camille's face... Speaking of. Jesus Christ, Uh, please do. Uh... We also see on Camille's face, like, a bit of terror or recognition, like, oh, I know what happens when Bass takes parents prisoner. 
that yeah, Camille that the animators put in work on Camille's face because he goes through a the only line he has after Fa tells him all of this is he says that sounds like something Basque Alm would do. Yeah. That's what is, he says, and that's how he a, says it. A great fucking line. <sighs> B, great fucking delivery. C, <sighs> holy shit. The <laughs> animation work that goes on his face during before that line, during that line, and after that line is the perfect, I hear you, I am appalled, I am hateful, and now I'm angry. In also, that order. Like, now that you mention it, like, is a very good empathetic response. So we know from, like, trying to console our friends that, like, trying to offer solutions does not help. When someone is, is in that mind space, the best thing you can do is be like, yo, that sounds fucking terrible. I am sorry. Or if you can, be like, I am aware of a, a simulacrum of this feeling and I will feel it with you. Yeah. Um, and that's what he does basically here. These two just have a, a moment of empathetic connection over losing their parents, even though hers may not be dead. May yet. not be dead yet, but nonetheless, and, and can, like you can see on Camille's face that he's like, if I have a chance to save those two, I have to mm-hmm. like it. Every, ounce of shonen action protagonist the whole weight of the world on Camille's face and it's good it's really well done yeah you know I I now understand why we had so much fight scene this episode it's because all (laughs) of our story group had to really get in there on the cinematography (laughs) at the end here yeah so yeah with that Camille vows revenge with his eyes and the episode ends next time on mobiles of gundam vanilla ice shows up again because i guess he's the next arc villain k dis uh, camille dislikes Faz apparently i guess the the whole shtick isn't great they're teenagers they're fucking teenagers yeah. also someone's gonna die it's kakori khan they literally say it instantly like literally he's just like and kakori khan dies and i'm like yo Hawkman, what the fuck? Whatever, it's a bad guy. It doesn't matter. Uh, and, and that, and like, oh, the over under is just favoring Chris now. So yeah, fucking Kakori comp. <laughs> Vanilla Ice really is some shit. Like he is in this preview a lot. I guess we'll learn his name so I can stop calling him Vanilla Ice, but I won't stop because that's a JoJo villain. And also, I'm calling that mobile armor cream now. Uh, next time on Mobile Suit Phantom Zeta, we doing it again, baby! It's entering the atmosphere. You will see the tears of time. Oh, oh I can't help believe in you. I don't know what happened there. I don't either. <laughs> I thought we were going into this together and you bailed on me and did a, like, a, a hell screech. I don't know why you know sometimes you just gotta it was in me i guess bye (laughs) well i hope you enjoyed episode 55 of mobile suit fandom if you want to yell about how either of us are garbage or that you like what we do you can find us on twitter with at mobile suit pod become a patron at patreon.com slash mobile suit fandom we are like 12 dollars away
from being weekly. Or you can email us at mobilesuitfandom at gmail.com. Also, if you are new to Gundam as a whole and really want to give it a try, check out the official Gundam YouTube channel, Gundam Info. They have a bunch of shows legally for free. Also, if you are interested in the new Gundam iOS game and you're actually listening this far in, it's alright. You wanted an honest opinion? It's alright. If you've played Dragon Ball Legends, it's the same game. I just thought you should know. Until next time, mech fans, remember. Spaceship people are called Jatirs now, and I will try my fucking hardest to make that a thing. Look,